Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today, uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every, everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon, 
just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. Just say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first floor window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. But a, a, a lot of times I think a, along the way, folks, you know, we just don't understand what all it takes. And so we give up along the way. But there's a couple of things I want you to prepare yourself for. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. And uh, no, the, the number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me. So I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. Pure pressure. Being successful is just pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, um, it's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms, but it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around, because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure-wise. It's going to be pressure. It's going to be difficult to do. It's going to be moments when it seems like it's real heavy. It's going to be moments, man, when it feels like you're going to burst. Us all comes from pressure. Pressure busts a pipe. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is. It's not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it. And 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 it and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that a cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are 
a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day. Over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come, but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. See, to persist means to 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 insist. Key word in insist in persist is insist. You must you must insist that this is going to happen. Now the the persist I'm assuming means it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it. You know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it. insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to, I'm going to hang in here. Now I'm going to hang in here. When, when, if, if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, silly glue, bondo, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Key word in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then, Lord have mercy, nothing helps you handle the three Ps better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night Early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving, you got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. 
Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Live, living color. We all here. Woo! Yeah. Morning. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Wonderful caller, darling. Uh, good morning. The day after Halloween, I'm exhausted. You like How a are you? When you, you know what? I was gonna say that, Carla. What is it, yeah. baby? Why every typing. morning when I say you, there's a delay? Because yeah. I've been typing. I'm working on this show. I'm so sorry. Good morning. I'm tired today. Well, we is like the, the show, <laughs> and you own the but show. I be working. I gotta look. We up is already on, on it. Work. And Shirley, you gonna? What is you typing we for? We's on it. <laughs> We are. What is you it's typing? A, what we didn't say? It's like a lost cause by this point. You know, yeah. I just cringe okay. silently to myself, throw up a little bit in the back of my throat. Are you throat. the stenographer of the show? <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. to keep records. Yeah, I have to keep records. <laughs> and Shirley, what are you throwing up for in the back of your throat? What you is? We what is? is the we show. is? They is? All of it. We, we is the, the show. show. Exactly. Exactly. She wants you to say R. I don't know why you hate that word R. Are we the show? <laughs> yes, we That's are. <laughs> Surely R is when it's a question. There's no question. Not whether every we, time. We, R is a question. You only use R when it's a question. Are we there yet? That's Are right. we the show? Okay. Statements is is. No. Statements no. is is. we the is. show, y'all? We is the show. Is. No, that ain't, that ain't even a question. See, only, you you notice only Junior and Tommy respond. Did you notice that? That's all I'm talking to. <laughs> and we the only <laughs> geniuses on here. We understood it perfectly. I don't know why they struggling. Excuse me. <laughs> Did you just call yourself a genius? <laughs> the three of us is genius. <laughs> <laughs> what is your house? Oh, hey, Shirley, come hey. on. Get up off the floor, hey. Shirley. That's not good. It's too early for that. Stop that. It is early, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, you got to stop this, Shirley. That's too hard. You don't want to throw all the punches around here, but it make it look like everybody else. I respond to what you say. I say the three of us is three geniuses. <laughs> Ooh, stay in school, kids. That's what I was trying to you say. This is not. Pay attention in your grammar class. See Tommy. Oh God. See Tommy. Let me let, let me show you how this works. Okay. What when I you see. You say you are a genius. I'm is a genius. Okay. Now watch this here. I'm is a genius. Oh. Okay. Now Tommy, you say. I'm is a genius. <laughs> See that? Now what? What kind of inflections y'all did different than mine? I don't huh? think it's the inflection she laughing at. Uh, I, don't. I think it's the fact that you said it. Huh. They huh. even said it was <laughs> improper grammar, and it still <laughs> it sound better than yeah. what he said. Yeah. I can't do that. I don't think you can let genius come out your mouth. You can't say that. Thing. <laughs> Why I can't be one? Uh, if y'all is one, how come I can't be one? <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, coming up next. <sighs> Calm down. Get it together, Shirley. <laughs> Why does he say stuff like that? Because he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. right. He's a stupid genius. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving yeah. right around the corner. We'll talk about family at 32 after. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, uh, here we go, folks. Uh, it's all tied up now. The Woo! series is tied. Oh, boy, boy, this is a series, man. Yes, it yes, is. It's yes, y'all hanging there, Houston people. We what? in here. We in We're here. here. Ain't nobody scared. Go Strokes. <laughs> Hey, last time we went to the World Series, we didn't win a game. We we up in here. We we excited. This is success anyway. And if you guys, yeah, we good, Junior. Either way, <laughs> either way. I promise you, this, ain't nobody losing their job in Houston. So if you guys win, this will be your first ever World Series. First ever. Yep. Wow, yes. wow, yep. that's major. Wow. That is major. Yeah, that was. It would have been ours last year. We lost. Cleveland. Oh the yeah. Indians. Yeah. It was in there though. But you're the world champions. You got basketball. No, we lost that too, Carl. <laughs> Well, you have. Oh, that was one. year before. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you well, who I ain't. Can't won. move on to football. Them damn Browns ain't won. <laughs> they don't, they don't, and they, they still don't have Kaepernick. Oh, how the hell Colin Kaepernick ain't with the Browns? You can't tell me nothing about stupidity. Now. I know it's collusion against me. I know they done collusion, collaborated, got together, synced up. Yeah. So there ain't no way in the hell the Browns don't need Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Come on. I don't give a damn if he come out there without a knee. He <laughs> <laughs> oh play better than everybody we. <laughs> Shirley, you're doing good to even be talking sports, baby. Thank so you. Don't... I like the World Series. I like when it gets exciting. Yeah. It is dry until the series gets Yeah, it is. it is. Baseball is a Oh, uh, here, Here's my impression of baseball. All right, here we go. Batter up. Uh, that's ball one. Uh, it's a great day out here at the park. We have the general. We have the uh oh, the jumbotron just popped on. Pitch number two lining up. He's on the mound. He's rubbing his glove. He's going through. It's quite a ritual he has before he pitches the ball. He's at the plate. He's getting all set. Everybody's in position. Here we go. It's pitch number two. That's ball two, folks. Uh, we got a long day ahead of us. You know, if he doesn't get it down in this strike zone, well, it's going to be a long day for this. And I just be going, Jesus. All right, so Thanksgiving is right around the corner, guys. And according to a new poll, 30% of people believe that politics, politics should be a conversation that is strictly, strictly off limits at the Thanksgiving tape. You know how your family gathers around and blah, yeah. Don't talk about the president. Don't, Don't do it. Don't do it. It could start a fight. Yeah, so much to talk about. Uh, that's that's thirty percent of people. Now another twenty eight percent say well, that. That don't apply in my family. Not mine my, my whole family don't like Trump. We feel <laughs> <No>. the same <laughs> way. So do they all? Oh, that'd be a big kumbaya moment. But if you have someone like guests or whatever that come over that do, they don't like Trump either. Oh, they had to that get that do hell like out. him. Oh, <laughs> ain't no way. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no turkey for you. So people give me that cranberry sauce because of their political parties. <laughs> what you just, just don't talk no, about it, and you'll never know. No. <laughs> that ain't what start the fight at our table, no way. What starts what the fight at your house? It's my ain't it green bean casserole she keep bringing to this house. <laughs> That's what starts the fight. Mm. I don't know a lot of black people who do green bean casserole. That's, That's why. why. That's yeah. the fight. Uh huh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's 20 years in a row. Ain't nobody touched that. There's a lot of ways to start a fight at your house, man. Yeah. Like On Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Man. Besides politics, you mean? Oh. We went over Aunt Agnes' house one year. Mm-hmm. Not Agnes. <laughs> Aunt Agnes. I love it. And guess what she said? What? She was just sitting there just looking all sad. Y'all ain't going to believe this. What? Huh. 
I didn't get this turkey thawed out in time. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, oh, we over here to Boy, eat? If you'd have seen the look on my daddy's face. <laughs> <laughs> what was you doing last night? Man, huh? my daddy <laughs> had a look on his face. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen my father more confused looking. <laughs> And then my mama just lowered her head and said, Lord Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Lord, I'm finna tell this man we done come over here when he got to tell you. Oh, Lord, this man been working. This all he been doing is working. Yeah. Uh, uh, was that your mom's sister, Steve? Your aunt? Mm-mm, no, that was my father's sister. Oh, that was your dad's oh. sister. Yeah, Aunt Agnes. Oh, boy. Man. So does she have anything? Any sides? Any dessert? Any? All of it. Except for the t- Except No for turkey. The t- no turkey at all. And so she spent all her time trying to figure out how to thaw the turkey. So now, ain't no ham. <laughs> Boy, what? I'll tell you something. So y'all done had no meat. Man. Thanksgiving aside. Just Vegetarian Thanksgiving. My daddy was so mad. What'd he say, Steve? My daddy said, pack all this stuff back up in that damn car. <laughs> Put all that back in the car. We're going to our house. Boy, ain't nothing like leaving, ain't it? Oh, no. We're getting out of here. We're going to our house. We're going back to our house. We got a turkey at our That's house. That's right. My mom believed in that. Always have food That's at the house. Food. Always mm-hmm. have food at the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. All so the sides, no turkey. <laughs> I've never been to, like, Thanksgiving, like, dinner, like, your relative's house, uh-huh. and, and left. Like, you left? Your family left, <laughs> oh, Steve? Your I mean, man, my dad ain't finna sit over here with his hair. <laughs> ain't no meat. Did Aunt Agnes go with you guys, or she stayed uh-huh. at home? She <laughs> cried. She I can't believe y'all leaving. My daddy said, well, you can believe it. <laughs> oh, we damn sure getting in the car. Yeah. Hey, everyone around Thanksgiving ain't no meat. My daddy don't say, no meat. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason I go to work, the hell you think I'm working for? <laughs> you think I'm working so we can be a meatless family? <laughs> we eat meat. What the hell, that? What do you think we ain't no meat? <laughs> Thanksgiving ain't no meat. <laughs> Vegan Thanksgiving. Ain't nobody Man. Okay. My, my aunt said, slick meat ain't the most important thing on Thanksgiving. The hell it ain't. <laughs> you couldn't tell slick none of that. No, my dad don't know nothing about no Hill Street, none of that. <laughs> he don't even know how Thanksgiving got started. One of my aunts said, well, what did the pilgrims eat? My daddy said, who is that? <laughs> Where they stay? I bet you they got like meat. How was the ride? He thought the pilgrims was some people down the street. <laughs> Like that was their last name. Yeah. How was the ride home, Steve, in the car? What? Uh-huh. Ten. But you better keep your foot yeah. on the lid. So what happened when we got yeah, back to you the house? Have my, come over to your house. You ain't got no damn meat. Pots were rattling, Carla. Man. Okay. <laughs> Coming up the nephew and run that prank back uh, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But up next, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? K-Miller! K-Miller. K to the Miller. Here it is. Run it. You get your butt over there and sit down. When I get through talking to him, then I'm going to deal with you. Hello? Sit your butt down, Patrice. Right now. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Who is this? I'm looking for K. Miller. Who is K. Miller? This K. Miller. Let me tell you something, man. This Perkins already know I've been finding out from people that you've been coming by my house when I'm gone. And you've been over here with my wife, Patrice. So let's get it all out here in the open. I'm looking for you. 
You hear me? Hey, man, I don't even know who you are, man. Sit your butt down, Patrice. Sit it down. K. Miller, when I find out where you at, when I get my hands on your ass, it's going to be over with. Hold up now. I am K. Miller, but you ain't going to do to me. Oh, it's, uh, you can kill her. It, 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 it seems like somebody, you know, is, 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 is your girl and, shit, and you know, you, you can't handle it. Now, I don't appreciate no lightweight cupcake calling me, accusing me of doing something I ain't done yet, you but ain't, I will do it. No, you ain't, look, don't start this here today, dog. I ain't got enough in me right now to hold this pressure. Now, I'm looking for your ass, and when I find you, dog, this ain't going to be good between me and you. Now, you don't got enough because you ain't your girl, right? That's why you calling me, accusing me of but you know, I might as well go with them because it sounds like you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Hey, dog, don't sit here and say nothing stupid to me like this here, dog. Matter of fact, we can just meet right now and get all this over. Sit your butt down, Patrice. Don't move till I'm through with it. Now, Mr. K. Miller, let me tell you something, man. Why don't we just meet up and get this over with? So we, can, we can do that. We can go ahead and meet up. And when you meet with me, make sure you put your lid down and work the jelly because I got something for you. Make sure I do what? Put your lid down and work your jelly because I got something for you. You ain't going to talk to me crazy, dog. Hey, man, look here. You know, you don't know who the f*** you're dealing with. Now, this is Kay Miller, and you got the right phone number. But look here, you can't call my number asking any kind of and wait. Now, I don't know who the f*** you are, but you don't need to be with me. All I'm telling you is I'm looking for you. And they already gave me the description. You 6'2", you drive a black Chrysler, and I already know when I see you, it ain't gonna be good between me and you, man. I don't drive no Chrysler. You, you don't drive no Chrysler 300. Hell no. I don't drive no Chrysler. Okay, what you drive? You don't drive no Chrysler black 300. No, my brother drive a Chrysler. Where your brother at right now? That's what I need to know. Where Don't is... worry about what my brother at. Where are you right now? Oh, you That's what a... I need to know. You know? A... Where are you right now? You ain't. Huh? I'm... You calling my house? I'm just trying to mess with my brother and my brother finna get married. You calling him, accusing him of some I know he ain't been doing nothing. So your brother finna get married, but he's still going over to my house messing with my... Sit your ass down, Patrice. Because you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. If he is laying the pipe... He landed right, and your woman's getting a delight. Look, I ain't got time for your little nursery rhymes now. Look, ain't you K. Miller? Yeah, I'm K. Miller, but my brother's a Miller. Yeah, your, your brother named Miller? Yeah. What's your name? My name is Miller. Both of y'all is K. Millers? Yeah. Okay, but your brother is the one that drives the black 300 Chrysler? All right. I'm going to whoop his ass as soon as I see him. What do I You ain't going to do a saying that my brother, because like I told you earlier, you're a lightweight cupcake and if my brother is he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, because you ain't obviously laying a pipe right, and I don't appreciate you calling my house, threatening me, and then trying to threaten my brother. I'ma whoop you and your brother's if I got to. It don't even make no difference to me. It don't make no difference to me how I go down, whether I run in the cave Miller, Miller, damn it, Carla Miller. It don't make me no difference. I'm whooping a Miller's sooner or later. You ain't doing a thing. I want you to come by this for right now. You hiding behind the phone because you weak. You're weak, pocket, low down, sorry. Come on over this right now and me and my brother gonna whoop your lightweight cupcake.
will meet you on the corner of Frankfurt and Kelly right now at the service station. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. I got something for you. I'm through here and all this you talking about. All I want to know is how long it's going to take for you to get to the service station. That's all I want to know from you. What? All I want to know is how long it's going to take for you to get to the service station on Frankfurt and Kelly. How long is it? Call right now. Well, well, come on then. I'm, I'm on my way to. I'm ready for you. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to whoop your ass and then when I find out who your brother I got something for your Come on, bring it on. Okay, cool. Let me tell you one more thing before you. You got to tell me that you ain't already told me. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You oh. just got pranked. <laughs> Man, go ahead. You're going to get your Okay, I could get with that. Yeah. That's it. Nailed it. Yeah, that's it. Curly, Curly, I'm incredible at it. Yeah, you well, are. Nobody's, no, but, but you know what? I'm so good, he don't even see it. That's what kills me. No argument. Wait, wait, wait a minute. See, who is when he? You don't see my, uh, uh, you know Junior, when you is. don't see my geniosity, when you don't see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At you being stupid, verbs, you sh- when you say genius, you should always say stu- put stupid right there. Yeah, put that with it. Don't yeah. leave it by itself. Yeah. I do agree that you're the beginning of genius. I think genie is the beginning <laughs> of it. Why you say that? Because he is little enough to put in a box. (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm not going to do this with you. Hey, listen, tonight, (laughs) Roanoke, Virginia is jumping off. Mama's boy, we are in town. Get your tickets. If you haven't gotten them yet, you are in for, oh, my God, an incredible show. Outstanding show. Roanoke tonight, Hampton, Virginia tomorrow, Richmond, Virginia on Friday, Saturday, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and Sunday, Columbus, GA. And you will probably see my girls next week in Jacksonville, Florida. Am I right, Yo girls? girls. Yeah. Did you get our That'd tickets? Be... Did you get our airline tickets? Uh, oh. Talk about that out there. We'll be back after the break. Sorry about that. I ain't seen uh. that. No Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about special counsel, uh, counsel Robert Mueller and the most powerful man in Washington. Is it him? We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here we go. Going back to the Dodgers. 
Game <laughs> seven. Last Tied night. up. Yeah. God, two scariest words in sports is game seven. Ooh. Yeah. That's this true, Jimmy. Right at least it's man, been exciting. could have closed it Keep out. your faith, man. Not boring. It's been a very exciting. I I lost my faith. Oof. We believe. Yeah, we yeah. Believe. Game seven is a booty clincher. I'm scared. I'm tight already. I've never heard booty a sportscaster put it quite clincher. that way. I want to see if that's why they can't yeah. have me in the booty. <laughs> Everybody booty tight now. <laughs> Just coming all through the TV. Do it feel like lemon juice going down your crack right now? Yeah, this is real. Oh, folks, hey, welcome to the Game 7 Astros against the Dodgers. And, folks, we got a booty clincher for you here today. <laughs> My butt been tight all week. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm moist right now. So I should, you, know, you know, just the sheer friction to just keep my butt this tight together. Yeah. Okay, that's coming yeah. from the TV, though. Yeah, it's right, coming from people eating. I'm just saying. I'll tell you what, boys, the closest thing I've felt to constipation in my life. Game seven. Anyway, yeah. game seven tonight it in is. L.A. All right, we still pulling. Go, Strolls. Come on, Strolls. history. Whew. All right, who's the most powerful man in Washington? Well, uh, it may not be who you think. It is special counsel Robert Mueller. Uh, As we know, the first indictments in the special counsel investigation into President Trump's former campaign have been unsealed. Former Donald Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and his former business associate and protege uh, Rick Gates have pleaded not guilty to all the charges against them, which include conspiracy to launder money, unregistered agent of a foreign principal and more. The issue is the work that Manafort and Gates did uh, between 2006 and 2015, okay? Records have revealed that Manafort and Gates uh, generated tens of millions of dollars in income as a result of the work they did with the uh, government of Ukraine. Manafort and Gates have both entered pleas of not guilty, as I mentioned, and They've been released on bond at $10 million and $5 million respectively. God. Yeah, that's a lot of money. They're both confined under house arrest. They're under um, house arrest yeah. and they had their passports took. Yeah, yeah. And they can only see their lawyer if they can go out for to the Ten doctor million. for religious reasons or to see their attorney. So That's number one. To yeah. See <laughs> <laughs> Ten million. Otherwise. I'm number one. I'm at the doctor's office now. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, and according to NBC, if Manafort provides information about anything, anything dealing with President Trump's campaign, Congress will consider impeachment. And, uh, you know, and these guys are under house arrest. Yeah. This is serious. But the biggest thing was that guy, George Papa, whatever his name Papadopoulos. is. That's uh, what his yeah, name is. Yeah, he lied to the FBI. He, yeah, yeah, he's pled guilty to lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they've tied him. I watch CNN. They've tied him to Mueller and the other guy that Gates. got Gates, yeah. which tied them to a high-ranking campaign official at the Trump administration, which asked him to set the meeting up. Oh, uh, this yeah. is about to get ugly, folks. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, Steve, this is really, really sad. Another terrorist attack, this time in New York City. Uh, a truck plowed into people crashing on a bike path and hitting a school bus and killing innocent people. Uh, we here, of course, at the Steve Harvey Morning Show are praying for the innocent victims and their families. Our condolences as we pray for New York City. Uh, Miss Ann is here. 
Steve, please introduce Miss Ann to give us the latest on last night's horrific attack in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, here to really straighten it out to give us all the facts, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. And let's go right to it. Police in New York City are investigating yesterday's deadly truck attack in lower Manhattan as an act of terror. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. This was an act of terror and a particularly cowardly act of terror aimed at innocent civilians, aimed at people going about their lives who had no idea of what was about to hit them. But we also know New Yorkers are strong, New Yorkers are resilient, and our spirit will never be moved by an act of violence, an act meant to intimidate us. Eight people were killed and more than a dozen others were injured when the driver of a rented pickup truck mowed down pedestrians and cyclists on part of the West Side Highway's back bike path. That's a main thoroughfare in Manhattan on the West Side. Authorities say the suspect drove several blocks down the bike path, hitting a number of people, and then drove the truck back onto the road and collided with a school bus. One student was critically injured. That student critical but stable condition this morning. The bus driver and an attendant were hurt. They say the suspect then jumped out of the vehicle holding what turned out to be a pellet gun and a BB gun and was shot by police and taken into custody. Witnesses say they heard him say, uh, holler, God is great in Arabic. Meanwhile, President Trump has condemned the attack on Twitter, of course, pledging to keep extremist groups out of the U.S. According to ABC, the suspect is identified as 29-year-old Seyfulo Saipov, who they say had a Florida driver's license who immigrated here from Uzbekistan seven years ago. Now, Uzbekistan is not one of the countries on that no-fly list, by the way. He came from Uzbekistan. They say Saipov also lived in Ohio and most recently in Patterson, New Jersey, where he lived with his wife. And three children. Again, he's in custody and he is in the hospital. He was shot. The sentencing hearing for Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl continues today. Bergdahl facing up to life in prison for deserting his post in Afghanistan in 2009. Taliban fighters captured Bergdahl only hours after he left his post. He says he was tortured by them for the next five years before he was freed in a prisoner's swap. Eight years after his death, Michael Jackson tops the Forbes top-earning dead celebrities list. They say Michael, the state, went made $75 million last year. And this marks the fifth straight year in a row that Michael's made more than the other dead entertainers. Finally, today is National Authors Day and National Deep Fried Chicken Wings Day. Today we're going to do some oven-roasted chicken wings. Good. We got some soy sauce. We got some salt. Man, it smells good. Makes me hungry, however, not for chicken right now. Anyway, 20 minutes after the hour, Eugene the Butterfly, I'm hungry to hear from him. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Introduce Eugene the Butterfly, Steve. Hey, I got an idea. Tommy, why don't you introduce him? Oh, that's brilliant. You want me to introduce Eugene? You'll yeah. never introduce him. Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> why don't Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he your guy. He not my yeah. guy. Now, let's fix that part. Oh, he okay? your guy. Oh, well, let's see how y'all get along when y'all got to do it together. Go ahead, Tommy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, put your Uh-oh. hands together for... Am I saying? Am Wait. I supposed to sing the song and all that to? Well, nah, with nah, a little nah. more enthusiasm. But I'm telling you what, he's gonna be a little ticked off about this reluctance he's on your part. I'm just telling you, you that do now. Do you know the butterfly? Is not it? Because I do. That was. Come on now, Eugene. Eugene, did you, you hear him at the end? Eugene, did you hear him at the end after he said it? Then no, he went. Uh. I know did you hear that? Why would you let him even introduce me? He's not the person. No, Steve really. But you and him is the closest. Really? L- let me say this: the closest people are not always the closest people. You need to know that. You don't understand. 
I've told you a thousand times, I'm stranded, and you don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't like, never been stranded, stranded inside, inside of his body. You don't like your house. Oh my God, I hate it. Oh, 50 year old ass. Now he down at the tattoo parlor trying to do something new to make himself look young. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Wait, Wait a minute, what, Eugene? He got new ink. Oh, 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 Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Time, baby. I'm so what? sorry. You no, uh -oh. no, 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 go ahead. You ain't oh, talking about no. them two faces he got them, on man. his. Wait, wait. Is he getting them two masks freshened up? Oh, What, did Lord they start sagging or something? They both they were start, sad. Started cracking. <laughs> now, he didn't went down there and, and got his whole left arm over there trying to see what it's going to cost to get his left, get a sleeve done. Because he wanted to look young. He wanted to look like all the little youngsters going on today. That's what he wanted what? to do. Tommy talking about getting a sleeve. What? Won't you tuck your stomach if you're going to do something before <laughs> oh, you get the drawing on your body? Tuck your stomach. <laughs> tuck your stomach before you tuck get the drawing on your body. protruding if you're going to do something before you get the drawing. You can get a Sharpie and see what your sleeve going to look like. Do that first. Before you go down there and get some permanent damn ink with your 50 y'all ass stomach, think you need though. to draw on yourself. You're so stupid. What yeah. <laughs> prioritize huh? Why would he get a sleeve kind of, at 50, yeah. uh, okay, Eugene? Hold on, because he want to try to look like he's 35. He want to try to look like, I don't know what it is. You know what it is? I think when you get a certain age, you think you need to do something, you know, to, mm -hmm. um, to look young again. Or be, you know, yeah. oh, feel a certain Tommy, way. Tommy, you talking about getting a sleeve, dog? I just went to see, you know. We got to go. Just, we, what we, would you put on it? Your ass ain't went to no see. You, you gave that man $150 and y'all did a consultation. Don't sit there and talk about you just went to see. Oh. We got to go, guys. We got to go. When we come back from the break at 34 after, uh, we'll continue this conversation. Old <laughs> ass. Yeah, we sure are. We bringing this back. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so what now, Butterfly? Butterfly, I, we've got to continue this conversation. Yes. Let me put it out there. It happened Tommy? yesterday. Yesterday. What happened? What are we Tommy? talking about? Yeah. Here's what He's happened. Tommy, okay, Tommy Kyle, you know, Tommy has one tattoo, the uh, comedy, the you know, the tragedy comedy faces, the theater faces. He had those, he yeah. has it on his left on his left arm. Had it on there for, how long you had it on there? Uh, since I was about 26. Six years old. And now you 50. And now what now you want to do what? Now he done went down in and got a consultation and gave the man $150 and say he wanted to get his whole left sleeve done. His whole left arm. I didn't even know they did consultations like that. That cost that. They much. did a consultation yesterday because he gave him $150. I sat there and watched it. You gonna mess around getting ink poured. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Why don't you just take a Sharpie and, and uh, some what's the other thing they call Shirley and Carla? It, it fades yeah. off later. What is it called? Um Oh, a henna, henna tattoo. Uh, henna. Oh, you need to get you some henna so you can feel good for a month or so and go about your business. It'll fade off. Every time you take a bath, it slowly goes away. Do that. Well, why are you so mad, Butterfly, yeah, butterfly about it? It's, it's because I know I'm going to have to sit there through the pain. Oh. You don't understand. Oh. We're sharing the same body. It's stupid. <laughs> If you're gonna oh, help man. it, you know, don't 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 de depreciate your body. Help your body. Tuck your stomach. <laughs> you tell them to if you're gonna do something tuck? with yourself, huh? He needs a tummy huh? tuck. But he he need a tummy and a tummy tuck. He need all of them. <laughs> he exercises oh, and runs all the time. All the time. Yeah, and then, and then stop at Popeyes and, and, and buying all kind of food. And, but and you know what though? Henna might work much as Tommy loves henna C. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's good. Maybe he need to drink some Hennessy and get a henna put on, but this permanent uh, ink makes no damn sense. It doesn't. <laughs> well, Tommy, and you're I'm not against saying... it. Tommy's not saying Apparently, anything. I just, I got, uh, I just wanted to see what it's it was like, and how long it would take. Uh, that's all I wanted to do. I just checking it out. It was just something I uh, thought about. That's all. It, it wasn't. Um, and it's your life. But, you're allowed to yeah. do that. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. something that, not you know, 50. I said you I was. You get a whole sleeve at 50. <laughs> you're having a crisis, a <laughs> yeah, midlife you a crisis. Mid, you're having an after Junior, midlife Junior, you don't crisis. even get a tank top at 50. Don't even try this. <laughs> don't do this to yourself. You don't need a yeah. short sleeve or a long sleeve tattoo. All right, buy but, you a shirt with some with some on it. Do that. But, but Eugene, what do you need to do first, though? Tuck your stomach. <laughs> tummy tuck. Try to see an ab or two. If you're gonna work on something, work on something positive. And that sounds familiar. <laughs> he need a tummy tuck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Well, Tommy, what about that, Tommy? Eugene, Eugene, oh. what was he gonna get? Yeah. The sleep. What was gonna the be the tattoo on his arm? And that's another damn thing. Something uh -oh. he ain't know uh -oh. what it was. One them, uh -oh. one them like a, uh, um, what you call that stuff? Um, a different uh, language or something? Yes, it's tribal bands. Or hieroglyphics, yeah, one of them tribal bands. It was tribal. It was tribal. Now you don't know nothing about that. Mm. You don't, you don't belong to no tribe. Nothing. Well, he do know. You ain't Hold Indian. Up. You ain't nothing. Well, uh -oh. you know, Steve, make me proud. I'm telling you, telling you. He could get the little tribe of the little uh, <laughs> of the Lilliputian. Make, make me proud. Wait a minute. He can get the tribe of the Lilliputians from Gulliger's Island. Because <laughs> when all them little people jumped on big ass Gulliger. <laughs> now what oh, was they tribal band? Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand what I go through. He you lives in a so chateau. You know, I live in a shack. I'm up in here. It's terrible. Well, okay, uh, Tommy, what, what do you think about uh, the butterfly's suggestion that you get a Tommy I, tuck? I'm not. Come on, Shirley. I I'm asking. And, no. I I'm coming with ideas for this sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> what else, Steve? <laughs> I think you ought to get all the Oshkosh jumpers put on it. <laughs> <laughs> Toddler clothes. Why don't you tattoo yeah. some abs on your stomach? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> put some squares on there. Do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind trying that. I've seen that. People spray paint it on. I've seen that mm -hmm. done. Do yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Do something positive. But all this language on your arm, you don't know what's going on. You just, people just reading your arm. You don't know why I can't read it. That don't make no sense. You ain't you from no tribe. You're a frustrated butterfly. You are so frustrated. Because you don't know what I go through. You don't live in here. Uh, it's too right. much. Um, okay. Okay. I, wish people would, I, would, I wish I could get evicted and get out of here. Just talking about but two mighty little though. people, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, the nephew's prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter. You don't want to miss it. But first, the nephew is here, tattoo less and all. <laughs> he doesn't have it yet. <laughs> With the prank phone call, what you got, Neff? You didn't fall, and you ain't getting no money. No. Mm. Okay. Now, okay. nah. right. you didn't missing. fall, and you ain't getting no money. No lawsuit for nah. you. <laughs> yeah. Hello? I'm trying to reach a uh, Glenda Ann, please. Yes, sir. How you doing? My name is uh, Brad. I'm actually with the uh, A&C Department, Accidents and Conditions. Wanted to give you a uh, a call and see how you're doing this morning. I'm just fine. Great, great. Now, um, I am the... Uh, 
the uh, accident and condition coordinator, the last person that it goes to before actually issuing out a check. And just wanted to give you a call and and, and see how everything is going uh, going. Have you have you been to the doctor on your fall? And just just wanted to do a a follow up with you and make sure everything is okay. Yeah, everything is just fine. Thank you. Have you needed to do any any rehabilitation work or anything like that? Uh, this is just a random procedure of all the notes that I have to write down. And and like I said, this is the final step of of getting you out of check. Now, the last I uh, heard, you were offered two thousand dollars. Is that correct? If you work there, you go ask your supervisor. You you would know all that if you work there. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm just looking at the file that I have, ma'am. I don't have everything Okay, well, if you got that wrote down, that's what they offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, here's what we're doing. Um, I've, I've also been brought some other records. Is this the first time you've actually had an incident like this? What? Is this the first time you've had an incident of actually falling? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my first time. Okay. Well, actually, what we're doing, uh, looking over the records here, I've I've got some uh, actual incidents that it seems like you've actually fallen several times in other places. And uh, what what I'm having to do here, ma'am, is let you know that I am not going to sign off on this at all. So the money that has been offered to you, I am no longer going to be, uh, I'm not going to confirm this check to go out to you. I don't think that there's anything... Uh, uh, wrong with you. I don't think that you have a problem. I think that there's something that you deliberately did in one of our stores. I could care less about what you think. What happened was the shit was on the floor. I fell. I'm gonna, they going to have to pay for the claim either way it goes. No, we're not going to. Actually, ma'am, what I'm going to have to do is get you to come down and sign uh, an I'm agreement. I'm not coming nowhere. Yes, I'm going to need you to come out and sign an agreement that you actually made this whole thing up. And I need that in writing. I'm, with I'm, sick- I'm not coming nowhere. Look, ma'am, I don't care if you come down or I have to come down and haul your ass in. Because I'm not signing over a check to you for somebody that deliberately laid down in the floor and act like something was wrong with them. You're a lying, deliberately done a damn thing. How exactly I, I, did you? I, 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 it was witnesses. You need to talk to them. I've spoken to every witness, and you know what, ma'am? You, you, Everyone you haven't thinks spoken you... to every witness because uh, uh, my friend was there. You haven't spoken to her. There's a lot of people that assume that you're lying. Well, I, I don't care what they assume. Ma'am, let me explain something. We can take this thing further. I even have you on video actually deliberately okay, laying well, down in the middle of the floor as you, if you okay, have well, actually now slipped. Okay, I know you're lying. No, now I'm not. I know you're lying. No, I am not, ma'am. And now listen, I know we're not going to give you two dollars. We're not going to give you two dollars. What's your name? My name is Brad with the ANC department. Well, you won't be having a job too much for long because you a fool. No, no, I'm not a fool. I want to yeah, make sure that you understand. I want to make sure that you understand. No, I want to make something- sure you understand that this is not something that you can do or continue to do. Now, I want to hear it out of your mouth. You tell me, did you lay down on that floor deliberately? Are you crazy, no? You think I'm finna sit here and tell and you I deliberately laid down in a floor? Uh, or I am I, am I crazy? Floor. Am I crazy was, for you to sit here and tell floor. me the truth? I in a cell. That's it. That's all. No. That's you all I deliberately know. laid down in that floor, and you're deliberately trying to get two thousand dollars worth of money that does not belong to you. Well, you just reviewed the damn tape, then, and and uh, you'll see what happens. Would you like for me to get authorities to come over, ma'am, and bring you in? Because what we're If I need to send authorities down there, man. Okay, well, you, you, you send them all over here. I'm, I'm not scared of them either. I don't, think, no I, authorities. 
I'm not. What I'm they not gonna expe- do? They're going to bring you in, and you're going to sign this form I have that you, you deliberately fool. laid down on that floor. You a fool. The nerve of you, black people. I'm not coming in. I'm not signing nothing. Now, what the you talking about? I don't know. I ain't never I, heard this you talking about. Now, I want you to bring your little narrow black behind in here so we can get this stuff rectified is what I want done. Are you crazy or dead, sir? You ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, I tell you that. I am not coming in. I don't know what the I would have to come in for. I want you to sign a form that you deliberately laid down in this floor, and it was all fictitious. Now, why the would I do something like that and then go to jail? Why would you lay down in the floor in the in, in the first place and when you knew nothing was I wrong? told you I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It was in lying. front of you. I, I could I, look I, you I, in your eyes I, and man, tell when you're lying. I, I told you. I, 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 I told you what happened. That's it. That's all. Bye. Hey, can I say, let me say one more. Th- Hello? <laughs> Call her right back. Hello. Hello. Ma'am, I don't want to continue to go back and forth look, with you. Look, look, look. you really pissed. Look. I told you what happened. I'm not going to keep on telling you that. I don't know why the f*** you keep calling me. Let me speak to your damn supervisor. Let me say, well, first of all, ma'am, first of all, I am the supervisor. This is what I want. I think we can get this clear. Look, what the f***? I'm going to come in and sign what? Here's what I want you to do. If you come down and sign it, I'll you go. If you think I'm going to come and sign some papers saying I laid on the floor, it ain't none of that true. This was on the floor. I fell. That's it. That's all. Now, what the f*** are you talking about? Have you been drinking? Have you been drinking, f- Are you listening? Have you been drinking? I want to see more thing. got to do with anything? What I do on my own f- personal time is my m- business. Can Have I say you one more thing? Drinking? Don't keep calling me with that Okay, I'm going to say one more thing. One more thing and I'll hurt. let you my go. My back still hurt. And you talking about you ain't going to give me no money. You crazy the f- I am going to get some money. They should have had that shit up off the f- floor. Then okay. I wouldn't be having to go through none of this. You can't have I been drinking. Glenda, I'm going to say one more thing to you, and then I'm going to let you go. What? This is Nephew Timing from the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show. You just got <laughs> pranked by your brother, JT. <laughs> Who did it? James. <laughs> James, baby, James. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, James, I'm going to get him when he get home. <laughs> Who is this? This is nephew Tommy. How you doing, baby? You stand yeah, your ground, for a baby. Second, huh? Stand your ground, baby. Stand <laughs> it. And everybody here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show, we love you, Glenda. <laughs> okay, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how many of y'all? How many of y'all know somebody though? Walk around with a neck brace on back in the day. No doggone uh-huh. well, wasn't nothing wrong with oh, them. Yeah. Come on, come on yes. now. <laughs> Got Definitely. the crutches, everything. Uh huh. Soon as they get to the house, partying in the backyard. Man, you oh, understand. Took it, took all that <laughs> off, huh? <laughs> there it is. That's the prank of the day right there. That's okay. it. What y'all think? Cool? Yeah. Represent? <laughs> You're the king of. <laughs> Ain't nobody better. Right. <laughs> How's the play? I want, I want, I want, I want Junior or Steve to tell Roanoke, Virginia, how stupid I'm going to be tonight. If y'all don't mind, just, just jump in here if you would and just tell them. How stupid. Okay, how this is how stupid I think I like she's going to be. Have you ever seen a roach come out in the daytime? <laughs> oh, God. That's how stupid he going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, good and hell well, he don't belong out but tonight. Yeah. Somebody going to see me. That's right. Your chances of getting stomped <laughs> is high. <laughs> That's how stupid yeah. he going to be. Yeah.
Uh, yeah. gonna be unbelievably stupid. He gonna be stupid like a squirrel trying to run across a busy road. <laughs> <laughs> Just back and forth, back and forth till he get his ass mad. Roanoke, Virginia right tonight. <laughs> Hampton, Virginia tomorrow. Richmond, Virginia Friday. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We will be there Saturday and Sunday. Columbus, GA. Tickets on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets. That's Mama's Boy, the stage play. Yeah. All right, Strawberry Letter coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, this is so sad. Another terrorist attack. More horrific acts of terror, this time in New York City. Miss Ann is here with the latest on the investigation of the terrorist attack that happened uh, yesterday in New York City. Our thoughts and prayers are with the innocent victims and their families. Miss Ann. Police in New York City investigating yesterday's deadly terrorist attack in Lower Manhattan. Eight people were killed, 13 others injured when a driver of a rented pickup truck mowed down residents and cyclists on part of the West Side Highway's bike path. That's a big thoroughfare on the west side of Manhattan. Five of the dead are Argentina. Others were from Belgium and Germany. The five Argentines apparently former classmates of a polytechnical school in their country on a celebratory trip celebrating their 30th anniversary of graduation. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo urges residents to stand tough. To those we lost, they are in our thoughts and our prayers. To the first responders, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the job you do. Uh, And to New Yorkers, be New Yorkers and live your life. And uh, don't let them change us or deter us in any manner, shape, or form. Suspect identified as 29-year-old Seifulo Saipov, who they say immigrated from Uzbekistan here seven years ago. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Thank you, Miss Ann. Please keep us updated. I know you will on the latest development. Uh, Okay, Steve, this is really, really a sad situation. And uh, we need the laughter, you know, laughter heals all wounds, as they say. So please tell us about the Halloween carnival you had at the house. You know what? My grandkids have got on my nerves already because they ain't nothing but another income stream I got to feel. What you what's, mean? What's wrong? What, what happened? Because Marjorie don't know how to sit down no damn where. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just sit down. <laughs> Pass out candy like everybody else. <laughs> what happened, huh? The hell is we all this extra for? <laughs> what what are you talking about? Tell us about? Quit imagining stuff we didn't do when we was little. <laughs> Me and her grew up Pope. Oh, the grandkids can't go through that. Why not? <laughs> it teaches character. It does. And right now, my grandkids have no character. <laughs> oh, man, in here just walking around. Hell, we doing with a horse in the backyard? <laughs> oh, yeah, the petting zoo. How did yeah, that the go? petting zoo. What, what is all this? Oh, man. So the, yeah, the petting zoo. It? What yeah. else, Steve? That ain't enough. Did you have? Yeah. <laughs> a horse? We had a TP in the backyard. Yes. Come yeah, on, Marjorie. We had a, yeah. a cotton candy stand. Oh. Yeah. A uh-huh. cotton. Uh, uh, they made caramel and candy apples. Oh, that yes. used to be my favorite. Hot dogs huh? on a stick. Yeah. yeah. Chicken and waffle stand. Yes. Oh, oh. The grandbaby had a chicken and waffle stand? And for what? <laughs> All the candy. Yeah. Then after that, they ask want to go trick or treat. Ooh, you know yes. where we live? You know how far these houses is apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they rich houses. Uh-huh. Some good candy. Yeah, but now they on my damn golf cart going trick or treating. <laughs> I love oh, it. I love you it. don't I love get it. your rich ass off this damn golf cart. <laughs> 
That's so much fun. Yeah, That's Steve. so great. You guys are wonderful mm-hmm. grandparents. You should be proud. Oh. That's fun. Marjorie <laughs> is a wonderful grandparent. But it, if that was Halloween. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> I was going to say, if that was Halloween, I can't wait till Christmas. And then Ooh, when they see me, uh-huh. oh, man, when they see me, Papa, then I got to oh, hey, baby, <laughs> kiss Papa, And I got to pick him up, kiss all of them. Aw, that's love, Steve. That's then, sweetness. Then when yeah. I put them down, I just go home back and cuss them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grouchy, Grandpa. Halloween is fun. Okay. That's good, yeah, though. Yeah. That's too. That's good. You're going to remember this, Steve, when you get mm-hmm. older. You know. Well, they got it all on video, so hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't going to say nothing, though, but the Chateau got a big waterfall swimming pool. No. Hey. I didn't hey, know that, hey, Tom. You hey, got a hey, waterfall. Hey, pool. hey, hey, Oh, man. No, no, it's a water park. A water park? Yeah. What? You a liar. Wow. How rich is Tom? <laughs> you know we couldn't say that growing we up. couldn't say that growing up at all. <laughs> no. And he's strong with yeah. it. Yeah. Get knocked out. Tommy, how, how rich is you, Tommy? All right, all right. I'm okay. not. Let, let's get into the letter. <laughs> let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, Tommy. Subject today for the strawberry letter to many issues. Good morning, Steve, Shirley, nephew Tommy, Carla. I listen to your show faithfully every morning because it gives me the inspiration I need to start my day. I love the way God truly gets glory first and foremost. On the issues I am emailing about, my wife and I have been together for 28 years and married for 19. Our problem is our grown children, 27 and 25. 27-year-old has a 9-year-old daughter that we have been raising since she was 6 days old. My daughter never comes to see her own child because she says her man has told her to cut her ties with everyone, including her own daughter. Stupid fool. My my wife wants to adopt her, but doesn't want to hurt our daughter. Our 25-year-old has three babies, and she is totally lazy. My wife gets up at 3 o'clock a.m. every morning, cleans house, cooks dinner, takes care of all the children, and my daughter, the 25-year-old, lays on the couch all day long on the phone, doesn't clean up after her own kids, and nothing else. She may be pregnant with her fourth child. My wife asked her, and she told her what she does with her body is her business. This may be the case, but when the baby is born, she is going to want my wife to keep it. I told her that since my daughter is trying to hide her pregnancy and getting smart about it, then when the baby is born, tell her what you did with your body is your business. Since the baby was a secret, let it stay a secret. My wife is not a dummy, just entirely too soft. I am now ready to move on with our life and get our apartment alone without the kids, with the exception of our nine-year-old granddaughter. My 25-year-old doesn't have a job, so my wife feels sorry for her. When she had a job and got paid, she ran off with her money and spent it all on her friends and would lie and tell her mom and I that she didn't have any money. I feel that since God has given us the opportunity to move on, my daughter can just move in with the friends that she gave her money to when she got paid, but my wife feels sorry for the kids. What should I do? Well, um, dear, what should I do? You know, just... What you stated in the letter, God has blessed you you and your wife with the opportunity to move on. So I think you guys should move on. You know, the kids are grown with kids of their own, and your wife continues to enable them. And that is the problem. Your wife enabling them is the problem. I mean, how will they ever 
um, be the people they're supposed to be unless she cuts the apron strings. And she's got to do it at some point, so why not now? Your kids don't respect your wife. They don't respect you. They don't respect themselves. But my question to you is why are you just, you know, just standing by and letting this go down like this? I mean, these are your kids too, right? You know, come on, Daddy. Help your wife. Somebody needs to regulate this situation. Get the baby. You guys move and let the other grown kids fend for themselves. 12 minutes after. We'll be back. Steve, you all right? (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, with your response to part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Okay. (laughs) Here's the deal. First of all, folks, this letter is written by a man. Whenever men write in, I always get right to it. I just understand the male psyche. Here it is. Too many issues. First of all, any man that say they got issues, <laughs> right there. They got issues, this for real. This is really fitting to be something. Good morning, Steve Shirley, nephew Tommy. Welcome back, Carla. I listen to your show faithfully every morning because it gives me the inspiration I need to start my day. I love the way God truly gets the glory first and foremost. On the issues I'm emailing about, my wife and I have been together 28 years and married for 19. Our problem is our grown children, 27 and 25. The 27-year-old has a 9-year-old daughter that we've been raising since she was 6 days old. My daughter never comes to see her own child because she says her man has told her to cut ties with everyone, including her own daughter. Stupid fool. My wife wants to adopt her. But that's in the letter, by the way. And even though it's exactly how I feel, (laughs) stupid fool. And I like saying it like that, too. One more time. I like the way you say it. Stupid (laughs) fool. (laughs) So ignorant. And you're rubbing your thighs while you say it. My wife wants to adopt her but doesn't want to hurt our daughter. Our 25-year-old has three babies, and she's totally lazy. My wife gets up at 3 a.m. every morning, cleans house, cooks dinner, Takes care of all the children and my daughter. The 25-year-old lays on the couch all day long on the phone. Doesn't clean up after her own kids and nothing else. She may be pregnant with her fourth child. My wife asked her and she told her what she does with her body is her business. This may be the case, but when the baby is born, she's going to want my wife to keep it. I told her that since my daughter is trying to hide her pregnancy and getting smart about it, then when the baby is born, tell her, what you did with your body is your business. Since the baby was a secret, let it stay a secret. <laughs> My wife is not a dummy, just entirely too soft. I am now ready to move on with our life and get our apartment alone without the kids and the exception of our nine-year-old granddaughter. My 25-year-old doesn't have a job, so my wife feels sorry for her. When she had a job and got paid, she ran off with her money and spent it on her friends and would lie and tell her mom and I that she didn't have any money. I felt since God has given us the opportunity to move on, my daughter can just move in with her friends that she gave her money to when she got paid, but my wife feels sorry for the kids. What should I do? Well, brother, first of all, let's talk about this. This is your house, Hmm. just like it's your wife's house. Now, I got your wife feels sorry for the kids, but this is entirely about you manning up. You just got to man up and put your foot down. If you ain't man enough to put them out, which I can understand because I got daughters, but them kids, it ain't they fault. So because your daughter trifling, it's because you allow your daughter to be trifling at your house. Mm-hmm. See, if my daughters were trifling, that would be one thing. But you ain't finna be trifling at my house. You can go get your own place and take trifling 
to the fullest letter of extent of the law. You can put two capital F's in your trifling if you want to. But at this here house, you're going to be different. Now, you got two kids that you letting do some crazy stuff. Your 27-year-old, you raising her daughter, and she been you've been raising her since she was six days old, and her daughter don't never come see her because her man had told her to cut ties with everybody, including her own daughter. Stupid fool. Well, what stupid fool are you talking about? You, is your daughter the stupid fool? Because no man should be able to tell a woman she can't go see her kid. I hope you calling your daughter a stupid fool. But you and your wife have taken the baby and it's yours, and I got it, and I commend you on that. That's pretty good. Your wife won't adopt the baby, but don't want to hurt your daughter. Do you really think your daughter give a damn? <laughs> adopt the baby and y'all move on. Now, for this trifling heifer that's laying on the couch <laughs> with the three babies that's pregnant with the four, oh, talking about what she do with her body is her business. Can I share something with you? Mm-hmm. See, doing what you want to do with your body is like you got a tattoo put on it or you're going to get your <laughs> right. navel pierced. Right. That's doing what you want to do with your body. Right, Steve. Having a baby, liposuction is doing what you want to do with your body. Botox, uh-huh. getting your lips fuller, <laughs> weaves. That's doing what you want to do with your body. Having a baby, bringing a baby, having a baby is bringing another life into the world and with the other three kids that you don't take care of now. I do what I want to do with my body. Yes, you can in your own place. <laughs> but if you're going to be laying on my couch, here's what we're going to do. Now, bro, here's what I think you ought to do, sir. Because obviously, you a kind man. You saying your wife too soft, but you soft too. Mm-hmm. You letting a lot of stuff happen in your house that you disagree with. Three kids, one on the way, all the other got the fourth. Hear what you do, dog. Go rent the apartment for you and your wife. Make sure it's a place that your wife would love to live. Matter of fact, just have go go look at the place y'all want, and then just say, baby, if we ever move, where would you like to live? Let her pick it out. When she pick it out. You go on your own after work one day and rent the apartment and tell your wife, I have the place for us to live. We're moving. Thank you, Steve. You know we got to get out of here. You can email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. Don't forget tomorrow, Facebook Live, the after show with the Strawberry Letter. I'll have my fresh strawberry pick of the week, and we'll talk about some trending topics. Okay, uh, switching gears now. Uh People are mad at Kim Kardashian again. Why? Yeah. Okay, for Halloween, Kim Kardashian dressed up as three different uh, people, music icons over the weekend, okay? Including Mm -hmm. Aaliyah. Including Aaliyah, Mm -hmm. okay? Kim Mm -hmm. got some backlash from people on the internet saying uh, that it was either cultural appropriation or just bad taste, all right? Uh, they didn't. They didn't like her being Aaliyah. I guess uh, I saw the costume. I mean, I didn't see anything wrong I with saw it. She it was. Too. She was also Cher, and she was also Madonna. All right. Uh, yeah. But uh, Kim also had uh, defenders who pointed out that she paid tribute to Aaliyah without doing blackface or anything else offensive. Yeah, she just dressed. You know how Aaliyah wore the, um, you know, the real high midriffs and the low, mm-hmm. you know, the hip hugger pants and her right. tummy out. You know. So, I don't know. Mm. Have you ever been sleeping ah. so hard that, ah. and that's, I'm going to leave it right there. Have you ever been sleeping so hard that 
Dot, 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 dot. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the World Series is all tied up now. The Dodgers beat the Houston Astros, the Astros, last night. Tied up. We, we'll take a tie. We'll take a tie. Game seven, fellas. Get your booties tight. <laughs> Tighten them up. It's clinch time. <laughs> Game seven tonight in L.A. Oh, See, and the cool man. thing about it is I ain't nervous because Cleveland ain't in no championship. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to basketball season for you guys. Now we're in that too, and right now we ain't looking good, but we'll be all right. Oh, y'all yeah, going to be fine. Because Golden State Boy. ain't looking that great either. No, ain't nobody really but got they jumped be out. Fine. I slept. I slept so hard. You know, game game five went to one o'clock in the morning. You know that? that's what I'm uh-huh. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I slept so hard. I thought I would be late for work the next morning. I ain't lying to you. I woke up. Uh-huh. You, you ever woke up? I'm just this for Junior and Unc. This ain't for the ladies. Okay. You ever woke up? You ever slept so hard that you woke up, ran all the way, got completely dressed in the car on your way to work, and realized it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's sleeping right there, though. I'm talking about sleeping hard, that's boy. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Oh, wait. Cat will tell y'all this. What, mm. Steve? Cat, mm. this just happened this week. I woke up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I worked so much, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to the radio studio. <laughs> Cat saw me, say, what's up, dog? I said, man, where everybody at? He said, you want to do some production or something? I said, no, man, I'm here for the show. Cat said, dog, we off today. It's Sunday. Dog, I look so confused. Yeah, you know. You, really you know what was going on, Steve? No, no, that's a true story. That, hey, Cat. Came to work? Cat, didn't that happen? True story, true story. You had came to true work? Story. Wow. Yeah, true story. He did. Oh, yeah. wow, Steve. Oh, my God. Yeah, Man. I was so confused, wow. man. <laughs> wow. He was gone. I ain't no problem. That's what you say, cat on the way out. Ain't no problem. Uh-huh. Yeah, he the, always uh, say that. Ain't no problem. I'm gone. That's when you're sleeping hard, boy. Uh, man. Let me tell you something, man. When it's not good to sleep hard is when you cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just slept so hard, I didn't boil all the water out of the ramen noodles. <laughs> when you hear that pot crickling, <laughs> man, what is that? <laughs> you start cooking the pot. Man. You sound like chicken yeah. fry. What is that noise? <laughs> you ever slept boy. so hard, you wake up and your whole chest is wet? <laughs> yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. Dog, I slobber so hard. No, sweating. Slob. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nah. Dang. No, no, no. I slob so hard. My whole chest, dog. I look up. If I didn't need a bib. Oh, man. <laughs> but you were sleeping yeah. hard, and then you did something that didn't make sense. You... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that got on me. <laughs> I don't know how that got on me. Wow. Dog, you ever slept so hard, and you woke up, and you on the floor, and don't know how you got down there? Hell, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I started in the bed. Why am I on the floor? <laughs> That's hard sleeping. <laughs> so wait, okay. Last night, I'm I'm, I'm exhausted, y'all, from 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 Halloween. Halloween, uh huh, with the baby. <sighs> I don't know how I was just sleeping. Just I woke up at the other end of the bed. <laughs> I don't know how hard mm. I was oh, going okay. in. That's, that's normally when cricket. that's normally when a marriage Maybe you need to ask Tosh that yeah, question. That oh, how I got that way? <laughs> <'Cause> that, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Because we have been known to flip them. Uh, Carla? Yeah. Oh, gosh, Carla? Yeah. Okay. Is that what happened? Yeah. I need to ask you. Tell it on yourself, girl. You tell it on yourself. Yeah. yeah, you need to ask Tosh. <laughs> that that ain't never happened. <laughs> You've been flipped. <laughs> You've been flipped. <laughs> it's just me. It was just me. <laughs> Flap it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, let me tell you something. You know you didn't slept hard when you wake up and your whole face is orange because you didn't fell asleep in a bag of Cheetos. Oh, That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you. You didn't slept hard. Yeah. Watching yeah. the game. Yeah. Watch no, no. Game. You didn't slept hard when the design of the pillow you were Thank sleeping you. on is imprinted on the right side of your face. <laughs> Thank you. you brush your teeth. How That's hard it. was you sleeping? That's it right there. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's it. Home run, baby. Yeah. Oh, I man. got a Mike Tyson tattoo of mine. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, you woke up and you just got a whole print on the side of your, on the side of your face. What was I doing? You ever, you ever been sleep so hard that when you jerk backwards and you Stuck up, you just yeah. choked your ass yeah. on the plane. You ever Ooh. done it? You ever been yes. sleeping? Your yeah. head popped out, you go, yeah. yes. and then you wake oh, up, yeah. you choking. Yes, yes, that hurts too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, hold up. You ever been asleep with your elbow on the edge of a chair, like on the plane, uh, and what? fell off in the aisle <laughs> God, and no. scared the hell of you? You thought the plane was crashing. <laughs> Was I'm talking about fell off in that aisle. I'm talking yeah. about head and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and everybody looking at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love airplane sleep. Man, as a yeah, kid, that's I used to fall asleep at the table. Mm-hmm. And your elbow slide off that table, and then your whole face is in your dinner. <laughs> man, that's got to hurt. That's got to hurt. You don't float dying laughing at me. <laughs> But I love it when Steve talks about when he tired, when he work, you know, yeah. he works so hard. But when he get ready to go to sleep, that ritual. Yes, come on, that Steve. big spec. Come on, take us come home on, with that one, Steve. Well, <laughs> this is when you know you're tired. You come in the house. Uh-huh. You done had a rough day, but you want to sleep really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. You take a hot bath, uh-huh. not a shower, a bath. Uh-huh. You get out, you dry off. You take some Vicks Vapor Rub. Yes. And rub it on your chest. Okay. Heat a washcloth up in the oven. <laughs> lay it on your chest. Wait. Put a sweatshirt on on top of that. Yeah. You ain't got no bottoms on. <laughs> you take a handful of Vaseline and just pack it around your feet yeah. and pull mm-hmm. on some of them thick white socks yes. so you can get some insulation <laughs> yes. going. Yes. And right before you turn in, you get some Sulfur 8 or Glover's Mane <laughs> and rub it on your scalp and tie your head up in that little Asian mama rag. Yeah. Yes. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Tommy and Junior with my favorite right or wrong. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, come on, uh, Steve. (laughs) This is where you shine, too. It's time for uh, the nephew and Junior with right and wrong. Yeah, come on, what you got, Tommy? Wait a minute, uh, did you see me yesterday arguing with this fool at the uh, the cigar lounge yesterday? (laughs) That's who was called. Oh, that's who you on the phone arguing? I was on the phone arguing with this fool yesterday. Oh, uncle's with you? Yeah. Seriously. I don't know. When you rush me off the phone? Yeah, dog, because I, I don't have time for that time. We over here trying to do things. <laughs> you trying Y'all to ain't doing nothing. Y'all at the cigar. Boy, you could have put him on the phone. I ain't know no. he was sitting there next to you. No. Well, he's here now. He's here now, nephew. Come on, Steve. You got to be the judge. All right. This the one I called him on. Mm-hmm. I asked him. I said, uh, I said, listen, 
Oh, Unc, you... Okay. Just tell me, Uncle. I know I'm right about this. Tell Junior, all serial killers eat cereal. That's how they got the name. Now, they do bad things, but they have a healthy breakfast before they start. You know what I'm saying? Tell him that, Unc. Duh, I was, I was, I'm too through. What do your brother have up to too, do? Junior. I would hug up. But no. it's funny. Come back, no. nephew. All Come back. serial killers eat yeah. cereal. That's why they call that, boy. No, okay? Tommy, Forget you, that they're well, let, me, let me get in here because I got to straighten you out. The term serial killer came from a man went in a grocery store one time and opened fire in the cereal aisle and shot all the boxes. Oh. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. You can have that. Really, one Steve? Free. Really? Yeah, I'm just giving you. And if you're gonna be stupid, you have sometimes you have to support it. Because <laughs> he really believed in that. But the part know. about they I eat can't. a good breakfast yeah. before they go out. But then Shirley That's said, "That's what it's all the, about, sir." Shirley, then he said, "But if you take they, the cereal away, they'll stop." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no yes. honey nut Cheerios for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said they'll stop if because they ain't got no more cereal. <laughs> Give me those Fruit Loops. <laughs> okay, um, so watch this right here. All right. Tell Junior life insurance should be called dead insurance. Because that's the only way you're going to get it, right? Why, why would they do that, Tom? It's dead insurance. It's not. Life has to leave, boy. You got to be dead to get the money. Mm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you did, you don't get a damn thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he agrees with you, yeah. Tommy. That, that's yes, right. we're on. The, me and him are always on the same page. He just gotta open up his mind to see it. That's uh, all. But I told you yeah. that the money goes to the people that's living. <laughs> Hello. <sighs> okay. Here we go. <sighs> Tell Junior. Uh huh. When sheep. Or trying to get some sleep. Don't they count each other? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one, boy. I like that one right there. When they trying to get some sleep, don't they count each other? I like that one. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good good one, boy. That's That's a good one. Yeah. Move on. One, two, three. Well, I counted you already. Eleven. Earl, come on, step, step to the left. There go you go. Thirteen, fourteen. He's just stepping. Bad, bad, bad. I counted you already. All right. Now, this broke into an argument. When dog food is new and improved. Okay. I told Junior. How do they know that? Who tasted it? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no idea it's new and improved and it's better. How you know it's improved if you mm-hmm. if you ain't the right. dog ain't told you this is better? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 oh, never mind. Right, right. What, what junior they what? They I don't I don't I don't know. I can't really defend it. So he him. won that one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say that the dog Thank the you. dog performed better. Maybe he run longer. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I or the dog that. ate all the food versus the other food, maybe. 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 Carl, maybe. that sound logical. Yeah. That sound logical. Now we're Too overthinking logical. it. Yeah. Yeah, you overthink it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, he just don't think, you know, he, that's why you're not a stupid genius. 
because you don't you don't have this. Together, it's one out of twenty million got what I got, boy. I ain't breaking my neck for it. Yeah, that's for damn sure. All right. Okay. Okay. Answer this here. I told Junior talking about they have to. Somebody died a couple weeks ago talking about they got to. When you know when they lower the casket, they lock it. Why they got to lock it? Why they got to lock the casket? Answer me that, though. Why are we putting these locks on these caskets? Well, because some people uh, do criminal acts by exhuming bodies and opening caskets and, you know. So, I understand it. But do you think the person in it going to open it while they dying there? It's called grave robbing. I think the lock is on the outside, Tommy. Yeah, the person inside is safe. Yeah, this this one here, you're stupid. There's no genius he in this us. one at all. Yeah, yeah you just stupid. Yeah. They lock it from the outside? Yeah. <laughs> How you think it get locked? Yeah. What, what you think? They shut it in ass yeah. them to shut it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you go ahead and lock it? I got it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm in. Yeah, that's where you just stupid. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Roberts, are you in there? I'm in here. Sure hope that wasn't your last one. <laughs> Mm-mm. You got close, strong. I'm still here. Close, I'm still strong. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I did some gumbo this weekend. Carl Jr. said I cooked some gumbo. We talking back and forth. And I told him, I said, you know, okay. oh, I say, gumbo. Gumbo. Uh, gumbo. You said there gumbo. is no such thing as minute rice because it takes 15 minutes to cook it. What? Oh. What? No, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. It does not. It do, I promise y'all. Put the clock on for minute it rice. It doesn't take 15 minutes to cook minute rice. If you stupid, yes, it, it does. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. If, if you don't know no it better. Takes, it, it takes you no, 15 Tommy, minutes. Tommy, no, it don't. You, yes, it do. you stupid. Tommy, uh, no, Uncle, I promise don't. you, they lying about this minute rice. It, don't, it takes longer than a minute. You should have closed with the casket one on second thought. I yeah. don't care what I need to close with. Because you with. just got a lot of Hey, man, thanks I, for doing it. What, <laughs> what happened last time y'all pissed me off? I'm going to say it. Keep on here. Can what? I tell y'all something? What, Tommy? What? y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Janet Jackson made a recent sentimental journey. You know, she's back on tour and everything. She's doing her thing right now. The day after her suburban Chicago concert at the Allstate Arena, Janet and her baby brother Randy visited their hometown of you know where, Gary, Indiana, going back, right? They wow. stopped, yeah, they stopped by the family's one time home at 2300 Jackson Street. Remember, they made a song about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they visited Roosevelt High School where they had a QA session with the students. Randy said, Work hard and keep God in it. Janet agreed, Always keep God close to you before urging them to stay focused and follow their dreams. Janet admitted she was. Two or three when her parents and siblings moved to L.A. once the Jackson 5's career took off. Still, she um, just started crying when she saw the old house. She said, me and my family are so blessed. I'm so thankful. Her brother added, uh, when we left Gary, all we had was love and a dream. Asked by a student to name her favorite album, Janet singled out Rhythm Nation. Uh, No surprise there, right? Everybody loves Rhythm Nation. Uh, She said, when I was writing it, the things uh, that were happening then are still happening, such as drugs, ignorance, and racism. So, yeah, and that's what Rhythm Nation was all about, you know. Mm -hmm. Great album. Yeah. Great album, yeah. 
Uh, cool. and she went back. Yeah, she did. Like yeah, that. her and Randy. Mm-hmm. And uh, more Jackson news. Michael Jackson's youngest son, Blanket, just turned 15. Wow, time is flying. Blanket. Yeah, and his grandmother, Catherine, says he's old enough now to take care of himself. This is according to TMZ. Uh, Mrs. Jackson has decided to give up her role, yeah, as guardian of the young man, a role she's filled since 2012. Uh, Mrs. Jackson, yeah, pointed Yeah, Miss Jackson said, hell with this, mm-hmm. dog. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she pointed to his age at 15 and the fact that she's thir- uh, 87 and not getting any younger. Blanket isn't totally emancipated, though. Uh, he still has to answer to his older supervising adult. That's Uncle T.J. Jackson. Uh, that is the oldest son of Michael's brother, Tito. Oh, so he still has to report So he still her. has, oh. yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Jackson yeah. just isn't doing it Mrs. Jack, I ain't finna do this. Yeah, yeah. I think he got mm-hmm. on his Catherine nerve. Yeah. He said something one mm-hmm. too many times, you better get this boy out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, around that age, that's when we all start, you know, smelling going a little that. crazy. Yeah. I couldn't, but yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean, mean you couldn't? I couldn't smell myself at no age. Oh, you couldn't. You you, you never had a you moment, Steve, a where you said something crazy at fifteen? Yeah. Oh yeah, to myself. You never said it to your parents? You never once? Hell no. Me? You gotta be crazy. I knew not to. Mm-hmm. My father was clear. Mm-hmm. My yeah. father was crystal clear. If you cussed around your mama or you talk back to your mama, I'm gonna beat your ass. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Then. And if I can't yeah, beat your ass, I'm a kid. Now, if you ever put your hand on your mama oh, no. or raise oh, your no, hand no. to your mama, that'll be your last day on this earth. Yeah. He it was clear about that. Oh, yeah. On you. <laughs> it no, man. We, we couldn't even, we couldn't even know. Yeah. No. I never, I never spoke to them in a disrespectful way. That's great. I just wasn't Steve. allowed to. That's great, Steve. Yeah. No, I don't have one incident where I snapped, went off on my mama. Because I knew she was going to tell him. Damn. Him and you never went off yeah. on your dad. You never went in. No, never. I I had too much respect for them. Mm-hmm. That's great. I understood at a young age, man, how what they was going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whites and coloreds only water fountain. Oh, you yeah. can't work here. Mm-hmm. Riding on can't ride yeah. the bus in the front. Oh man, my parents was there for that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they explained that stuff to me. I grew up with a full understanding of it. You know, I responded. On my Instagram page for the first time ever mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh, really? Did you respond? To what? what? Yeah, we'll say that for the next break. Find out. Steve Harvey speaks. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More of the show right after these jams. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here we go. Going back to the Dodgers. <laughs> game seven. Off last Tied night. up. Yeah. God, yeah. two scariest words in sports is game seven. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, it, At least it's man, been exciting. Could have closed it. Keep out, your faith, man. Not boring. It's been a very exciting. I, say I lost my faith. Oof. We believe. Yeah, we yeah. Believe. Game seven is a booty clincher. I'm, yeah. I'm scared. I'm tight already. I've never heard booty a sportscaster put it quite clincher. that way. I want to see if that's why they can't yeah. have me in the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody booty tight now. <laughs> Just coming all through the TV. Do it feel like lemon juice going down your crack right now? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is a real, oh, folks. Hey, welcome to the Game 7 Astros against the Dodgers. And, folks, we got a booty clincher for you here today. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> My butt been tight all week. I tell you right now, I'm I'm moist right now. So I should, you know, you know, just the sheer friction of just keep my butt this tight together. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, boys, the closest thing I've felt to constipation in my life. <laughs> game seven. Anyway, uh, game seven tonight in is. L.A. All right, we still pulling. Go, Strolls. Come on, Strolls. history. Whew. All right, who's the most powerful man in Washington? Well, uh, it may not be who you think. It is special counsel Robert Mueller. Uh, <laughs> as we know, the first indictments in the special counsel investigation into President Trump's former campaign have been unsealed. Former Donald Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and his former business associate and protege uh, Rick Gates have pleaded not guilty to all the charges against them, which include conspiracy to launder money, unregistered um agent of a foreign principal and more. The issue is the work that Manafort and Gates did uh, between 2006 and 2015, okay? Records have revealed that Manafort and Gates uh, generated tens of millions of dollars in income as a result of the work they did with the uh, government of Ukraine. Manafort and Gates have both entered pleas of not guilty, as I mentioned, and They've been released on bond at $10 million and $5 million respectively. God. Yeah, that's a lot of money. They're both confined under house arrest. They're under um, house arrest. Yeah. They had their passports took. Yeah, yeah. They can only see their lawyer if they can go out for to the Ten doctor million. for religious reasons or to see their attorney. So That's number one. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, that's number one. I'm at the doctor's office now. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, and according to NBC, if Manafort provides information about anything, anything dealing with President Trump's campaign, Congress will consider impeachment. And, uh, you know, and these guys are under house arrest. Yeah. This is serious. But the biggest thing was that guy, George Papa, whatever his name is. That's uh, what his yeah, name is. Yeah, he lied to the FBI. He, yeah, yeah, he's pled guilty to lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they've tied him. I watch CNN. They've tied him to Mueller and the other guy that Gates. got Gates, which tied them to a high-ranking campaign official at the Trump administration, which asked him to set the meeting up. Oh, uh, this yeah. is about to get ugly, folks. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are with the last break of the day. Just one more thing, Steve. So now you were saying yesterday uh, you responded for the first time. To someone on Instagram? Yeah, on my, because, you know, normally I know. I just make my post and I go on about my business. Yeah. 98% of my comments are positive. You know, with right. the exception of when I went to see Donald Trump, then I was all types of names and everything. Mm-hmm. And most mm-hmm. people didn't even understand it and still don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So I posted a picture of just me and my family. You know, I was just how blessed I am, man, to have a family like I have I and to be the head of that family. I'm the I'm the father and the grandfather. Yeah. So, you know, patriarch. I, I, you know, I've, I've gained the respect of my children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, all of my children respect me. And so everybody was beautiful family. God bless y'all. Really, my. And this one lady started in talking about how it really respects you and your rise to fame and everything. But how could you possibly be a Trump supporter? And how and that, the fact that you're a Trump, Trump supporter is beyond me. And blah, 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 blah. How could you, the demon that he is. And you have the right to do what you want to do, but I don't see why you're a Trump supporter. So my response was really, really quite simple. I said, you obviously don't know me, do you? Just because you took a meeting does not make you a supporter. Mm-hmm. I said, but if you listen to my radio show, 
you would know more of who I am, how I feel, and who I voted for. I say, so God bless you. I say, stay woke because I am with love, Steve. And a lot of people said, Steve, very well said. You were very dignified. The lady responded back, and it was actually very positive. She said, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I misspoke. And she said, you know, I really accept my apology. I do admire you and respect you, and please forgive me. And she did it in a lovely way. And it was really, really a cool exchange mm-hmm. on, on, on my social media. That but it was the be first the time, time I'd do ever responded. You was good with that up. Yeah. yeah. You really behaved. Right. You, but you've grown. Yeah, actually. oh, I have grown tremendously. Yeah. Because normally I would have just fired back. Ooh, and I want to yes, thank Lord. my crew for saving me on many occasions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yes. just firing back. Yes, Steve. But I do got one, though. <laughs> you waiting you on? You just can't uh-huh. let it go. Uh-uh. Well, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to say no names or nothing. There's a man that's threatening me right now. What? What? Yeah, there's a man that's threatening me with with just a piece of bull crap that he didn't came up with. Uh Yeah. So why you wait till we get on the radio to tell us somebody threatening you? Why, why are you? Well, why because you I know me? you off the air. Yeah, please uh, don't tell Hothead Tommy, your nephew. I just started, but he's trying to extort me for some money. But he don't understand me. I, I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell you right now, sir, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't bend. You know, and this whole threat. You know, they always tell a celebrity, I'm going to go to the press. Mm-hmm. Carry your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll meet you over there. Hell. Hey, dog, you don't think I've been in the press before? <laughs> yeah. Man, you man, you go head on. But I but I also want to say this too. When you go over there, you're gonna mess around and put yourself in a position that so many others have. Because somebody sent me a scripture the other day that I have forgotten about. And you know, I've read it, but I think you really read need to read Psalms, the 23rd Psalms. Because the 23rd Psalms is a very, if you are a believer and a person of faith. The 23rd Psalms is a great passage. I've been I've been reading it since I was a kid, right? Oh yeah, memorizing it. Mm-hmm. But you get a deeper understanding of it when you get good and grown. And so I, I'm gonna send this out. I, I'm you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send this out to him. Bro, before he comes revelation. with this crap. Him revelation. <laughs> no, I'm gonna just send it to him. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh-huh. You follow me? Yes, sir. Now, here's the part where he going to have to learn, like all the rest of them haters had to learn. This is the good part about Psalms 23. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. See, everybody that's ever come for me that hated on me, all they could do was just watch God. He just kept preparing that table for me. And that's all. I'm going to send it to him. So before you go down this path, brother, I'm just going to let you know. And I ain't going to do nothing to you. I promise you. I ain't going to speak to you. But I am. Tommy. Do something to my uncle. What's your scripture say, Did you just hear him just pray and talk to the Bible? Did you just hear that? What's your scripture? Is he through praying? What's this for? What's this for? I I don't want to mess up the prayer. Let me be quiet. Is we through praying? I hope not. Let me know when the prayer (laughs) over. We through time. Go ahead. Time of the prayer (laughs) over. 
Okay, cool. What revelations say about this the end? What that say? <laughs> I don't know, Tom. Shirley, you know the book real good. What revelations say about this the end? I don't. It depends on where, where, what chapter. What, what, yeah. what, who wrote? Wasn't that John? John. Mm-hmm. The apocalypse of, of John, right? Uh, huh? Yeah, apocalypse. Tommy, okay. we don't know where you're going with all yeah. this anger attached to this. I want to know. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me stay out the word. Let, let, let me just go yeah. from my book. Yeah. From the book of, from the book of miles. Let me get, tell you folks. this here. Then. From the book of me. You're going to get your ass whooped <laughs> if I find out you did something to my uncle. That's verse one. Verse two. <laughs> then we're going to beat your ass some more Tommy. after that. Verse three, you going to hope I can't find your ass no more. <laughs> we got to go. Please take us home, Steve, before your crazy nephew gets us in trouble. <laughs> bye. Say bye. <laughs> we got to Thank go. Thank y'all. Have a great day and have a wonderful week here, folks. <laughs> It's a day. Oh, For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that any time I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.